Well, you say you're divorced now, but I'm, you are, I'm divorced. Yeah, I didn't do a very good job of that. Thank you for pointing that out, everyone. I, 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 if you I'm just want. This, this is on, this on camera talk, guys. No, no, no. This is on camera. We're definitely, this is on camera. There's going to be a short on this. We're going to laugh at Julius for banging on the hose. No, Let's have good. some fun with it. It's all good. It's all good. But Hello, welcome to Evolve Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Merkies. Just want to give a huge shout out to Shane, Stephen, the whole entire team at Icon Industries. The Evolve Your Brand Podcast is owned and produced by Icon Industries. And today, we have the one and only Julius Hammond. Welcome. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the opportunity. We, you are you are a Shrek, my man. You got a lot of layers. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> and uh, what I want to do is this. Let, let, let's have a little, little fun and, and ask you some questions. Sure. So 60 second rapid fire, cats or dogs? Dogs. Los Angeles or San Diego? Los Angeles because I was born there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, basketball or football? Football. Play football. Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant? Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm a big Kobe fan, but I got to go with the GOAT. I got to go with Mike. Okay. Yeah. Going with Mike. MJ. Uh, Terrell Owens or Jerry Rice? Same thing. Both of my favorite players. Got to go with the GOAT, Jerry Rice. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, got Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what uh, favorite food? Ooh, I got quite a bit of them, but I do like pizza. Pizza? Even though I'm kind of weaning off of it a little bit for health reasons, but I do like pizza. Okay, give me, pizza. give it to me. Well, best, best pizza spot where you live and your favorite pizza. Actually, I have a new best pizza spot. Okay. Marco's Pizza. I love Marco's Pizza. Marco's Pizza. Yeah, Marco's Pizza. Yes. It's, it's, I don't know if it's a new, new brand, but um, before that, uh, not Domino's, uh, Pizza Hut. Okay. Yeah. And where, what, what kind of pizza are you getting? Uh, pepperoni. Oh, it's simple, man. Yeah, the pepperoni. You just go yeah, crazy. My, my, my wife, go. my wife, and I, you know, my wife and my my son and my daughter, they all like Supreme and Hawaiian. Gotcha. I don't get all, I don't do all that. Like no. pepperoni, keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite musician? Ooh, uh, what genre? Rap. Rap. Tupac. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm okay. A Tupac fan. What is the one thing you miss about Tupac? I love Tupac. This. Not only just his music, but I also miss the fact that he was real. And right. he talked about real life situations. Brenda got a baby, their mama. He talked about things that were prevalent uh, prevalent to this time, you know, people are going through. Not just like most of these rappers now, they get on the mic and they just say a lot of BS. No, 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 no. Got he it. talks about real life stuff. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He was a great storyteller. There you go. Fuck, you he go. was a great storyteller. And an activist as well. So. It just finally hit me when you just said that. There I'm like, go. what a magnificent storyteller. I love people who tell you stories. You know, Tupac yeah. was actually way ahead as an entrepreneur. What do you think about his entrepreneurship since we're talking about this? Do you think he was way ahead of his time with all the things that he was doing? I think he was. I, I, I also think that we, not, not we, he, he, he ran with the wrong circles at the wrong time. You know what I mean? And he, he couldn't get out of that. Right. And that's what kind of had his demise at the end of the day, at the end of the day. So, but I think if he had a, a better circle around him, like a Jay-Z did with, uh, you know, uh, um, um, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, uh, Russell, uh, what's this guy? Uh, Russell, uh, Russell Simmons. Uh, Simmons. Uh, yeah, thank yes. you. Russell Simmons. And things. If he had like, if he had someone like that in this circle, I think Tupac would have been bigger than Jay-Z. The way uh, he is now. You know what though? Entrepreneur wise and everything. I, everything, yeah. you know, yeah. it was a different time and I'm really looking yeah. forward to it because you've had a lot of influential people on your podcast mm -hmm. and, and it's amazing how many influential people talk about how close their circle is and how yeah. much it means to them, the power of yeah. your circle. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read something from your book. Sure. I really, really enjoy this. So mm -hmm. die empty while living a full life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it really, really hit me hard yesterday when I was reading this, there was something that stood out. I wanted to read to you and just get your, your reaction. Sure. Um, It is only when you finally identify who you are that you live life from an authentic viewpoint. Yep. When you were writing that, talk to me about like 
what that actually meant to you when you when you wrote that. Well, see, the problem is people go through life um, not knowing who they are. Um, they'll look in the mirror and they'll see a reflection of them, but you know that's not who you really are. Um, there's a old picture where uh, some of and a lot of viewers will probably know what I'm talking about. If you if you Google um, like a cat in the mirror or something like that, you'll see a, you'll see a kitten, but when they look in the mirror, they see a lion. Right. So that's who you really are. You're really that lion. But most people, when they look at in the mirror, they see themselves instead of the person they're supposed to be. So when you reckon, when you realize and you recognize who you who your authentic self is, and you become and and you understand who that is, and you evolve evolve into that. <laughs> there you go. Evolve your brand. Evolve into that. Um, then you really start living life of the way God wants you to live. Your authentic self. And and when did when did you build that foundation for yourself as far as when you noticed that that shift? Well, I started building when I was younger. My 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 my, my wife, I didn't even know her back then, but my mom, um, my parents um, kind of instilled that into me. My grandmother was kind of like uh, Shannon Sharp's grandmother. Always, if you ever watch Undisputed, he's not on there no more. But if you ever watch Undisputed with Shannon Sharp, he always gives quotes about his grandmother and how she always fed life into him through quotes and through you know scriptures and things like that. I started getting that when I was a little, when I started, when I was an adolescent growing up, uh, I started having a lot of that, those talks with my parents and they would give me some real talk about life and, you know, uh, military and, uh, you know, what's going on with governments and things like that. So I got firsthand knowledge uh, from them of certain things. So I was kind of privy to that growing up young when I was younger. So a lot of people that's woke now and things that's going on in today's times, I kind of got that when I was a little younger. Yeah and, yeah, and and how come they were woke? Experience seeing seeing things that most people are seeing now. They saw it back then. I give I give you an example, and yeah, I don't want to go too example. deep into it because of you know political stuff, and you know they they we're in this cancer culture stuff right now. But you know vaccines. My mom didn't believe in them. Never got a vaccine. Never got a flu shot. Never got none of that stuff because she always believed that it does more harm than good. Right, and so. When the pandemic came out in 2020 and it was real, you know, worldwide, and they were saying "get backs, get backs, get backs," in the back of my mind, uh, even though my, my my mom had passed away uh, two years prior to that, in the back of my mind, I'm like, my mom was saying, "Do you better not get that vaccine? Yeah, it, it's not it's not good for you." Now, not knocking nobody who did. If you did that, you did that. That's your choice. You know, God gave us what is called free will. That's fine. I personally, because of my background growing up. I I was prone to believe that vaccines are not good for you. Right. And that, and 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 other scientific people might argue with that like vaccines help people. Okay, and they may. But I'm just saying for my body, I was always taught that you you know, uh, eating right, natural healing, um your body's in you know, 70% water, you got fire, air, all that stuff in it so hey, we come from dirt. So, you know, if you are feeding it the correct foods and because our body's a temple if you're feeding it correct foods and you're exercising and you're working out and you're doing instead of taking um pharmaceutical medicines you're you're eating an apple there's a saying an apple a day keeps the doctor away so if you eat your apple you're doing your bananas for your for your potassium you're doing you know whatever fruits or whatever right you eating correctly your body will naturally take care of itself it heal itself isn't it isn't it hilarious that we're going back to natural eating yes Yes, that's more. That's more. You see that now more than ever. It's like I mean, you go on Instagram. My question is, how come we got away from it? But uh, see, but see, we got away. <laughs> from, we got away from it because the media is such a powerful tool that you know CNN, MSBC, and I tell people. I mean, if that's what you want to watch, fine, whatever. You know, you you can do what you want. I personally believe that when you watch stuff like that, their their agenda is to push out negativity and push right. out certain things. So they will put things on repeat over and over and over and cast out this and cast out that and cast out this and cast out that negative, negative, negative in order to feed your mind that, Hey, I have to take this Tylenol. I have to take this ibuprofen. I have to take this whatever drug and scarf it down my throat in order to get better. But drug, a pharmaceutical drug doesn't do that. It just masks the problem. So if you have a cut, Okay, you put some neosporin on it, put a band-aid over it, it'll heal itself. Now, what the what the the pill does, it's just a band-aid. But guess what? It doesn't 
it, it, you haven't surgically repaired that that wound to really fully heal uh, the really full to really fully heal the uh, the 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 wound, right? So you keep going back for more, uh, and I get into it more about what happened to my grandmother uh, as far as uh, she was being on she was on twenty two medications a day. So that that that's that's that a, can't be good for you. Nah, no, no, that's nowhere near. She died from that. But um, that's what pharmaceutical companies do. They right. keep giving you pharmaceutical drug after drug after drug after drug, and you know they they hardly tell you the side effects. Or if you if they do tell you, you they make you sign a waiver it's like you did on your own. It's in small print. Yeah, yeah, it's very small. You like mm, I need a microscope to read this, <laughs> you know. But yeah, so that's what that's what. That's what is going on in today's times. They it's casting out that type of uh, fear and 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 take this vax or do this medication or take this pill. This is going to help you. And I mean, it might help some people to a degree. And you know, they might be just too far gone. But you know, I I don't have a my circle that I turn and the people that I deal with um, and my belief growing up and what I've been taught. Is natural body, natural heals, right. and eating food will naturally uh, uh, give you the the nu nutrients that your body needs in order to uh, rejuvenate, restore, and do everything it needs to do to get it back on to the level it needs to be at. What you're talking about, though, Julius, is that that's hard. Yeah, takes discipline. It's hard. Yeah, takes you discipline. Yeah. yeah, and and so, what do you think? How come you think that we have such a health? issue in in this country like what are you doing you know what do you think will will, will solve that because you're right i mean the health is a big thing that i've run into you yeah. know i was uh i would say i i ate my problems away yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah. fuck dude everything's going wrong i'm gonna eat my problems and talk about a self-inflicting nightmare that you yeah you impose onto yourself yeah so you're you're a fit guy. You you were talking. We were having a great conversation about you know what Gloria shared with you. Like how how, how come it's important to you to stay on top of your health? Um, and what are you doing out there to pass out the message? Because you were passionate about it, man. Yeah. So I'm gonna go deep here in regards to. Um, I'll tell a little bit of in my in, from my book and my story in regards to why I'm so passionate about my health. So, <clears throat> um, I lost seven people. No, actually, uh, eight people in seven years, um, all family members. I've lost both sets of grandparents on my mother and father's side, um, and I lost my mother and my father. Um, I won't go into my grandparents. I go into one of them. Uh, I'll say I was going to do that. Uh, the one on my dad's side, my grandmother, she died from taking 22 medications a day, and she had kidney failure. That's right. not good for your kidneys. Right. Because you're just taking one supplement. I mean, not supplement. You're taking one pill after another, and- all it's doing is putting, remember, these pills are chemically, these, these are chemically formed. Right. So you're putting chemicals in your body. So she's she's taking one pill after another one after another one. And I don't even know the names of the pills because they're, you know, medic, medical terms, but they're just, you know, taking med pills after pill, right? So she ended up passing away from a kidney failure in the hospital. Um, and so I'm going to skip over to my mother and my father. My father died from prostate cancer. And my mother died from a lot of health. Now she had, she she ended up dying, and on her on her death certificate, it said that she died from a cardiac arrest. But my mom had had a seizure. She had a cardiac arrest, where she ultimately was was her, her demise. She also had uh, um, congestive heart failure. She's also had uh, um, breast cancer before, which she had to get one of her breasts taken off because of it. But my mom didn't help the situation neither back then because she used to smoke. Newport's 100s. Right. Anybody who's a smoker knows what I'm talking about. So it's a it's a it's a cigarette brand. So I'm passionate because I've seen it all my life. Me and my sister. My sister's actually a vegan. Shout out to Alicia Hammond, my sister, uh, uh, my beautiful niece um, out there in, uh, in Vegas. But uh, she's a vegan and she don't eat no meat. She's been like that, and that's and you talking about a having a mindset. That's that's you have to have a mindset to because she right. went from eating meat all of our lives to. Over the last, I want to say, uh, she probably correct. I don't know if she sees when she sees that she is, <laughs> but I think it's been at least four years she's been a vegan. Um, and commitment. so discipline, discipline, commitment, and you have to have the mentality to do it. Um, but to go back to me, why I'm so, you know, um, involved in this is because I've seen it growing up with my parents passing away, grandparents, um, 
you know, my wife, even right now, has some health issues. It's not as bad. Some, you know, she has some blood pressure and things like that. But just getting older and, you know, making sure that's that's tamed and all that. Right. But um, I'm just passionate because I just I, I, I the world is pushing you know, artificial, everything, you know, AI, everything. I mean, you're not, we, I know we're talking more so in robots and things like that, but they've been pushing artificial all our lives, artificial foods, right. uh, artificial flavor, uh, you know, art, flavor, you know, you know, artificial uh, flavors. Um, we're talking about um, um, uh, fiat currency. That's artificial. That's fake. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Robert Kiyosaki has a book called fake. He talks about fake currencies, fake assets, fake, he's talking fake teachers. That in that book, he's specifically talking about fiat currency. This right here um, is not, and this is this will be a whole other conversation. But this right here is not money, guys. This is a medium of exchange, Federal Reserve note. Okay, it has a, a code right here. I won't go too deep into it because that's a conversation for another day. But this is not money. The the media makes you think and have you feeling that this is money. Money is really gold and silver and right. things like that and precious metals. That's the real asset. gold. Thank you. You know, assets. There you go. So, you, but you can use that to buy uh, things in commerce and, and to, you know, exchange, you know, to buy gas, to buy groceries, things like that. So that's the system that they put us in. So, but that's why I'm passionate about to go back to, I know I kind of skipped over a little bit, to go back to uh, health. That's why I'm so passionate because I don't want to pass away knowing that my health is the reason why right. and I can control that. And if you can control it to me, if it's something uncontrollable, that's different, but you can control your health. People will say, oh, well, yeah, it may take a little longer natural compared to, all right, well, let me just go have a surgery or let me go put this needle on my arm or whatever, right? That might be a little quicker, but I, I me personally, if, if you're doing the natural thing, it's going to take a little longer. It might take a few more months, but you'll live longer. Why not do it? And you, and you earn it. You earn it. There you go. There you go. Too much is given, much is required. And you and, and you earn what you if you if you want to become a multimillionaire, you put in the work. You put in the sweat equity. You know, you go from being broke to being a, a, a six, seven uh, a figure earner. You earn that. Took you five, ten years to get there. What are you talking about? TikTok says I can make five grand in an hour. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, clip clips. I don't know clips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you doing things differently with your kids? Okay. When it comes so, to health and fitness. Yeah. So the son is a little bit, uh, my son is a, he hard headed, you know, but he, 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 he's a former football player. He he does jujitsu right now, but nice. you know, he's 16 years old and he's, uh, he's still got that young body. So he'll have some, some stuff that is not good for him now, you know, and he'll, he, he I'm still working on him to a degree, you know I mean? He'll, he, he's better, but he's not, he's still a young man. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, he can burn it off. His metabolism is, is, is pretty high, so he can burn it off, right? My daughter is full, like, she's like supplements. I don't take that. Like, she's like all in. Nice. Like, all in. Um, shout out to you, uh, Sam. Love you, baby. Um, So she's all, she's supplements. She takes her um uh, elderberries. She does her um moringa pills. She does all that stuff. Like she's not playing around. She's like, "Daddy, how old is Sam?" Uh, uh, no, but so, so uh, Samara, Sam is uh, sixteen. Okay. Um, but I, I have the bio my that's my biological daughter. Okay. Me and my wife came together when they both was like four years old. So blended family, but nice. You know, I've been in I've been his life ever since he's like four or five. So he's sixteen now, going on seventeen in October. So, uh, you know, I don't do the stepdaddy thing. I'm dad. That's in the story with that. You know, easy. So, there you go. <laughs> and Izzy. his name is Israel. So Izzy for short. So Izzy? Yeah. Yeah. Izzy is I-Z-Z-Y. Okay. But Israel is his, is his name. Yeah. And, so. and that's your 16-year-old. Yeah. That's that the plays boy. football. Yeah. Yeah. That's the boy. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's funny how challenging being a parent is. You know what I mean? There's no handbook on it. There's no handbook. I mean, I've read some books, but those are from that, purpose, that person's perspective. Right. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a different beast trying to raise, especially nowadays, man. Like, you know, right, let's, just, let's just go into it a little bit. It's hard being a young black man out here okay. raising a young black man. Um, that's hard. And I'm not putting race into I it. I can't but relate just, to it. So <laughs> please, like, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm being sincere. Like, okay. you, you say that. Um, and how come it's difficult? What, what's the challenging part? The challenge, okay. So the challenging part is 
the fact that and as this, I don't make excuses, okay? Yeah. So I don't believe in making excuses. I'm just telling you the facts. It's hard for a young black man because, you know, a, a, a lot of, and I can I can give you my perspective as far as me growing up. I had some challenges, not too big, too major, because I was I grew up in some good areas, but also not so good areas as well. But you we already are on the lowers of the low. We are considered by society the lowest of the low. So we have to work our way up. And this is what I'm teaching my son. You have to work your way up to get to a certain level. And then when you get there, you have to work 10 times harder to keep, to stay at that level or exceed that level. Okay. So, um, you know, because uh, other ethnicities, they work together as a community. We don't as black, as, as Africans and African-Americans, we don't. Wow. We don't work together. Wow. And that's being 100% with you. Um, I did an episode on my podcast. Um, it's Wealth Chance Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, and hit that notification bell on YouTube and Rumble. Um, but check out that, that that podcast interview with Dr. Umar Johnson. We talk, and he's a Pan-Africanist. Uh, yeah. He's in New York, I think. No, well, he travels a lot. Does but, he? Yeah, I think yeah. he was in, when I saw briefly that episode. It, yeah. was, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. We talk about gang culture and all kinds of different things on there, right? But he's a Pan-Africanist, and mm. he's kind of like, um, how can I put it? He's he. I ain't gonna say he's like on that level, but where he he brings a lot of knowledge. He has a lot of uh, you know, uh, passion about helping you know the black community, just like a uh, Mike, Malcolm X did, uh, um, a Marcus Garvey, a um, Doctor uh, Doctor uh, Martin Luther King. I mean, keep going on and on. Amazing. But these are all activists and people who are you know trying to help the community, but. Us as a community, we don't have a community. We are so crab in a barrel. We're so, um, you know, for us, me, myself, and I. And again, I, and the reason why I, I, I'm not fully on that side as far as that, because me growing up, a lot of my supporters have been other ethnicities, have helped me get to this level. My people, because, you know, not all of them, but my people, because, you know, jealousy and envy and things like that they you know they see they, they they'll say they want you to be successful right but then you hear other things behind your back or they don't really support you okay well i have a new business venture out i have a new service i start i have a new product line that just hit the market uh, you haven't bought from me yet and i make it affordable for you while it's affordable before i have to raise my prices right because i'm seeing success or whatever um don't really get that and so I'm teaching my son to, hey, get to that level, but then make sure you help those who want the help. That's the key, who want the help, who right. not just because you are right. Israel so-and-so right. and because you made it there, I'm supposed to, you know, give you this. No, no, no. You weren't there for the first 10 years when I was waking up early, going to bed late, grinding hard, um, you know, sweating doing things I need to do to get to this level. But then now you want to eat off my plate when I'm here here on, and I'm successful. There's an old saying, an old quote that I love by Will Smith. He said, if you were absent during my my downtime, don't be present during my success. So I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I don't even know where to begin. You threw so much gold right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, I like the message that you're sending to Israel, yeah. which is, hey, things are going to be harder. And yeah. when you achieve success, you got to work even harder to keep it. Yep. Um, I think it's it's more of a real conversation, more parents need to have with their kids. Yeah. So how come you're, how, how is your approach with parenting different than how you grow up? Or or is it different? It's somewhat different, but I, I, I don't really do too much different on because um, I think that would really tarnish a lot of stuff uh, as far as teaching with my sons where I grew up. So, like, I, even though I'm, I'm more successful than I was back then, of course, um, I try to instill in my kids like, hey, don't forget where you came from now because you came from, you know, we were on government assistance at one point. So we came from that. But then now we're doing a lot better. But don't forget that, you know, and don't and don't act like you haven't been there before. Now, I'm not saying you have to fraternize and and, and run with the people. No, you don't do that. You know, what I mean, you 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 get yourself you you work to get in a better position. You, you right. become in a better position. But don't forget those who helped you get there as well. That's the key. 
if they if people if, if the ones who you love you know love your neighbor love 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 the enemy things like that right but if the enemy is still if your enemy is talking crap about you or uh, we can hear, yeah talking shit about you and uh doing the stuff you know, behind your back well let them do that let god deal yeah. with them but you keep it pushing but don't go fraternize with them because you don't know what they're what they're planning behind your back or what they got going on right because a lot of people have lost their lives a lot of people have gone from being rich to being poor um the high net worth to no pretty much no net worth because they're trying to stay at a certain level with other people with their right. with their homies and things like that i'm i don't succumb to that i've seen too many examples um you might know so many people i'm ta- i'm going to say nipsey hustle right um uh young dolph uh, uh pnb rock uh, now, PNB Bach, he, he died differently, but a lot of like Young Dolphin, Nipsey Hussle, they try to stay down with their people, stay around the hood. And these are multi-millionaire, high elite level figures. People know them across the globe, dating, you know, af- you know dating athletes and, and actresses and things like that. But guess what? You got people who are jealous, people who envy you. They want your spot. They hate the fact that you made it out the hood and you're driving a Rolls Royce and they're driving a, a, a Pinto still. Or whatever right. they're driving, people don't they don't they don't they don't they don't take heed to that. They don't like that. So how come? They, it's it's mentality. They they mm. they well it's mentality, but they also uh, there, there's a couple things to that. Um, how can I put it? I don't succumb to this, but this is what this is what the the narrative has been. Because, uh, you know, a lot of colonizations and things like that that's happened throughout the years, they wouldn't blame the white man and all that stuff. I don't, has that happened? Yes. But I don't believe that because that's happened, you got to stay in that mentality. You got to stay where you are because I serve a God of higher power and someone who, who exactly, you know, I mean, you know, you believe it, you receive it, you can achieve it, you know? And if you work hard enough to get it, God will bless it. You know, God, you, you work hard. Faith without work is dead, right? You have the faith, you work hard, but God will, mess, God will manifest the rest for you. You just got to go out there and, and work hard for what you want. Thank you for um, being a determined yeah, person, man. Absolutely. Like, we need, we need, that, that's, I think, all it takes, man, regardless of what culture and all that. Yeah. It, I, I, I just, we're all people, man. I just don't, <laughs> I don't succumb. We all bleed red. I mean, if I shoot, if, you know, you shoot me, I shoot you. You're right. going to be the same color. So I don't, I don't, I don't, go off the narrative of the white man is keeping me down or another culture is keeping me down. No, 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 no. Because to, for me, in my experience, they either been the ones that helped me. I'm not saying my people haven't, but right. there's been a lot of my people who've been jealous, you know, but I've had some that helped me. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's, it's no matter what culture you are, if your own mother and father don't support you and you want to, then you know what? Let me shun my mother and father to the side for right now. Check on them, make sure they're good. But let me be hyper focused and determined and 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 and, and keep a laser focus on what I want to do in order to get where I need to get at. So that way I can be able to help them in a different way once I get to the level I need to get to. Yeah, I love that because you're you're still paying it forward, Julius. Uh, it, it's such a uh, peaceful message. It's because there's no there's no uh, uh, like anger yeah. in, in what you're saying. No. You know, it's like, oh, you know, hey, detach, I totally get it. Yeah. You know, get, where did you get that clarity from? Well, I wasn't always like this. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't really? always like this. No, I used get to, out. You I were an to, athlete and you didn't have it. No, yeah. Come I mean, on, man. You know, football, boxing, I'm, you're, baseball. You're a competitive guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. So I've always I've always been to where I gotta like I gotta win at all costs. Right. And, I, and, I, and I, I I still have that to a degree. I'm still like, hey, if you challenge me, okay, well let's go. Like I'm still a competitor, let's go, right? But at the same time, um me growing up, getting older, having certain things, I have an exotic car rental company, so I don't really, I mean, yeah, I, I, I drive nice cars and all that stuff, but at one point in time, it, that was the goal. It's not the goal anymore. I have that. Like, you know, well, so now my goal is to build more real estate, more things to where Let's I go. leave a legacy, right? I mean, can I leave a Rolls Royce to my parents? I mean, to my parents, to my, um, to my, to my children and stuff? Yes. But that, that, it has no value like that. You know what I mean? Like, but a house, an apartment. Or you know, that has value because I can leave that to them, and I think you know that's material. But what I really want to leave to, what I really want to instill in my kids is the values, there's the principles, yeah. things like that, and that's what I instill instill into them um, right now. And and so, 
it just boils down to principles, values. Um, what 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 are your what what will you compromise? What won't you compromise? And that's what I really instill into them right now. Well, you're also instilling. I, I, what did you know? And please talk about this. Like you're also instilling lifting others up. Yeah, you know through all the things that you're doing. So you yeah. have the uh, meta men's group. Metal, 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 metal yeah. men's group. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Welch Champs podcast and we'll dive into that. So sure. talk about the metal men's group. Okay. So metal men is not my group. Uh, okay. I joined, um, it was through a good friend of mine, Vincent. He's actually out here in San Diego. Uh, I got introduced to metal, uh, late last year. Uh, I think it was late last year, early this year, one of the two. So I've only been a part of metal for a, a little bit over six months. Okay. So metal men's group is a group that is founded by, uh, Mr. Ken Rotaski. Ken Rotaski is uh, a good friend of mine, and he's uh, also been in radio. He's been in um, his good his good buddy and friend is Akon. You might know who oh, that is, yeah. yeah. Um, so he, I think I don't know if he was his manager or something like that, but he started this group where he brings um, men together who are, rather they're married or not, to um, you know we get on Zooms, we have you know in person meetings, things like that. More so Zooms right now because he's traveling a lot. Um, he travels. I mean, he's in Dubai. He's all he's in Istanbul. He's all over the place, right? But he brought people together because he wants us to, hey, you know, get, get bring value, give value, and receive value. So he'll bring different people on the platform to talk, um, you know, as far as uh, influencers, speakers, um, you know, businessmen, businesswomen, things like that. So. I kind of, I just joined that. That's why I said I have a network of millionaires and people who are high high value in different areas, in different sectors, different industries, right? So I'm, I'm a part of that. It's not my group, but I'm a part of it. Right. Um, but I, I love it. And that's where I got to meet the Jack Barskys of the world, the uh, Mark Goldstins of the world, who I've interviewed on Wealth Champs podcast. There you um, go. You know, uh, I got uh, Sean Eaton, uh, Enton. Uh, I'm going to make sure I'm not Eaton, Enton. Um, he's coming on my podcast on the 16th. He's part of my metal men's group. Um, Sean's story is amazing. He had a stroke. Uh, he, he was doing MMA fighting. He had a stroke during a fight. Uh, I think it was, no, he was training. I'm sorry. He's, yeah. Well, that name sounds so familiar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's on, he's on, uh, he's on YouTube and everything too. Um, he had a stroke during the fight. Um, uh, Sean, I apologize if I'm butchering the story a little bit. I'm just remembering what you told me. He had a stroke during a, during a, a, a match or something. And he was training another uh, well-known MMA fighter. And uh, he got choked out in, in a, I think, a, a vessel uh, 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 blew, blew in his head or something like that. Wow. So he ended up having a stroke. Um, but then he came back forward from it and he developed a company called The Stroke Hacker. And so he helps victims who people who have strokes get, you know, how to work through it, you know, how to get back on your feet, drive, whatever you want to do. Right. So he's going to be on. So he's a, what an incredible story, man. Inspiration. So he's coming on the 16th. Yeah. I'm being interviewing him on 16th. So isn't it incredible? And, and you'll have to tune in and watch that episode. That's yeah. an incredible story. It's uh, when you hear people's story, what, what we can achieve and overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blowing and where passion yeah. comes from. Like yeah. there you go. I'm sure when you ask ask him this, like, did you ever expect to be doing this? Like, <laughs> he, he probably he's gonna, no, laugh. He's gonna be uh, like, it's on a podcast we were talking about. I'll definitely uh, tune into that. It's I uh it's mind blowing the power that we have within. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Do you follow Tom Bill Yu? I do. Yeah, he's one of the ones who I like. Yeah. Really? Um, he I, talks about it. He he's got your mental approach the way you teach Israel. Yeah, and see, see how now we can get into the we can get into wealth champs now. So how wealth champs got started is because yeah. uh, I follow people like Patrick B. David PBD podcast right. and Value Entertainment. Yeah. Shout out to Patrick B. David. Um, I follow uh, uh, Lewis Howes. Yep, I love him. So he's incredible. My setup is like that. You know, I, I could have done the Modern Women. I could have done all these other podcasters who really you know go digger pranks. All that I've seen all of them. Right, could have done that stuff just to get views. But no, for me, it's about how can I put people in the best position to succeed and to win? So rather you are, uh, you know, lower the pack or middle of the pack, you're, you know, if you have a business, if you're an activist, if you are an influencer, doesn't matter what you want to come on the show and you want to be able to, um, you know, talk about your business or talk about your events or talk about, you know, your activism or whatever you're doing to help people. Right. I definitely, um, you know, work out some things, but I definitely have you on the show. And uh, you can, you know, help people get to the next level as well as boosting you, boosting you up as well. Right. So, 
That's what it's about for me. How did you, uh, speaking of the Welsh Champs podcast, what, what, I know you said you were thinking about starting a podcast. What made you decide that you wanted to start a podcast and what impact are you planning on making with it? Okay. So at first I didn't want to do a podcast. Uh, you know, I like being, I like being out there. Got a like, deep voice, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, a lot, I've, I've been told ever since I was younger too, probably when I was 18, um, a lot of the girls who I was dealing with, like, man, you have a, your voice is like sexy. Like, you know, I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, I've always had that people telling me that, but the reason why I didn't want to do a podcast is because I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I should put myself out there like that outside okay. of doing my business. I would do commercials and, 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 and little, um, you know, videos here and there for my businesses. But as far as being on camera all the time, I wasn't really feeling like that until I talked to one of my mentors and he said, Jay, you got so you got, you know, you got the it, man. You got the, you know, you got the personality. You got the, you know, the the charisma. Yes. You got, you know, you got the voice and you are passionate about what you want to do and you you love helping people. The world needs that. And I said, okay. You have the peace too. Yeah. I said, okay. All right. So I'll go ahead and do it. And so um I didn't know what I wanted to do at first, and I was I'm gonna give this person credit, my guy Joe uh, Ortega. He's actually coming in studio here in a couple of weeks. Um, but me and Joe was brainstorming on what should we should do, and he said, "Well, what, what, what?" I said, "I said this is kind of where I want to go with it. You know, I'm about building wealth." And so, okay, he said, "We're gonna have something on your your, your name of your your name of your uh, your podcast is gonna be Wealth Something." But we just kind of see what we want to do, right? And so, there's another podcast that's very well known called Drink Champs. Okay, and that's what Noriega. He's a former uh, um, rapper, but he interviews a lot of your your entertainers. Okay, right? he had that controversial interview with uh, uh, Kanye West that was on there that really blew up. Oh, that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this thing is called Drink Champs, but would obviously they drink and they do all that stuff, right? Right. Entertainment stuff, right? Mostly for rapping athletes, things like that that come on there, right? I didn't want to do that. I said I want to do something different where I can help a lot of people. So. Wealth consists of five components, spirituality, mentalism, knowledge, health, finances, and building sound relationships. Anybody that has all five or one of the five on there, I want them on the show. And so he said, well, let's do wealth champs. I said, that's not going to be kind. He said, no, it's a whole different name. You got champs. I mean, that's fine, but it's a whole different name. I said, okay, cool. No problem. So that's where we went with wealth champs. And so those are, that's where, that's my my uh my my values that's what i bring on those are the, the type of components i look for when people come on is people who are knowledgeable in whatever arena they're knowledgeable they just have a wealth of knowledge like dr umar very knowledgeable right um um uh, uh, spirituality i have some pastors coming on pastor tim story he'll be on uh august 29th uh celebrity pastor so make sure you guys tune in for that uh spiritual you got health i got a whole bunch of health people that come there you on. go a whole bunch check out the alley covington um um interview that was and she's a former bodybuilder um she's super cut she's more way more ripped than me and you know she's been a health person uh for all her life or for a good portion of her adult life i should say um what i say finances of uh, people who are good at that you know e-com uh real estate things like you know financial people traders things like that as well as uh building relationship people are good at building sound relationships because your network is your net worth uh I think that's more true today than ever before, mm -hmm. especially when people don't want to make phone calls, meet in person. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah, it's absolutely. Interesting. So that's where Wealth Champs came from. Yeah. Wealth Champs podcast came from, uh, all that came to, uh, came, you know, Wealth Champs was manifested from there. I love all the collaboration. Like it wasn't even something that you wanted to do. And you had all these people that were just influencing you to take to make a move. It's they funny how let others, me say no. <laughs> it's, it's funny they how others tell, won't let you. I was like, man, I don't want, no, you ain't saying no, bro. You got to do right. this. I was like, okay, well, you know, and so good thing, I, you know, I got my videographers, you know, um, we, we, you threw we, your, you throw your heart into it. That, that's, oh yeah. that oh says yeah. a lot, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do it for play. I really do it to really help people. You how know? have you grown by doing the pod, being a host, a uh, podcast host? Well, it caused me to really, cause as a podcast host, and we were talking about this off camera, but as a podcast host, it's really taught me to be more of a, like what a journalist does. I have respect for journalists now because 
you have to do your research. You have to read. I mean, I'm already I'm already a ferocious reader, so I read a lot anyway. But I uh, you have to read about people, understand their story, read their bio. Um, they have a book out at least. You know, I try to give myself a little time. There you go. Thank you. Little little plug. <laughs> no, I'm I'm his personal Amazon. It's all good. I try to I try to give myself a little time to. So, for example, if I have a um a, a guest coming on in September, and they have a book out. I go purchase the book via audio or uh, Amazon or Barnes or wherever books are sold, right? And I'll try to read as much. If I don't get a chance to read all the book, I'll at least try to read half the book. So that way I'm like, man, like, and so I'm asking them their questions. I'm like, well, yeah, so well, tell me about this happening. Like, oh man, how did you, you know, so, you know what I mean? So you have to do your research. I love yeah. it. So that, it caused me to really grow because now I'm not only am I doing research on someone so I can give the best um, value I can to my audience and my viewers and subscribers, but I'm also building a good relationship with that person because now right. people only do business and, 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 and connect with people who they know, like, and trust. And so when you buy doing that, they're like, okay, this person or Julius took the time to read my book, purchase it and, and read my book and, 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 and really understand where I'm coming from and what I've been through or whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever the type of book it is. So, What's the best piece of advice you've gotten from a mentor? Like what's the one tip that just jumps in your mind and what's that story about? Never give up, stay disciplined. Who was it? Who, who shared it, that with you? Uh, okay, so my uncle was a former football player. Oh really? Yeah, um, and uh, he's, a, he's, a, <clears throat> he's a former football player and he used to work for General Electric. Okay. And I think he works for Chase Bank now. I, I'm not sure, it's been a while since I talked to him, but uh, to make a long story short, um, He's in, he's on a corporate side. He, so he's a you know multimillionaire, but on a corporate side, a corporate corporate ladder, right? So <clears throat> he always he 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 instilled in me. Plus my other uncle, who's uh, trained me in football. Um, they put me in sports, football, bas baseball, basketball, things like that. And sports teaches you discipline. It teaches you camaraderie. It teaches you how to galvanize the troops. So they taught me that at an early age, and I just took that and ran with it. And I and I figure, okay, well. Um, you know, I got to use that in business. And then uh, as well as my grandfather, who's a Navy, he was a Navy SEAL. So uh, oh, shout out to military. Yes. So uh, he taught me the reason why we were just talking about this off camera, waking up at 430 in the morning. He would wake me up. Now, he wouldn't wake me up at 430 in the morning. He would wake me up at six o'clock. But think about it. I'm an adolescent. I'm tired. I probably was on the phone with a girl all that night. <laughs> and then I got to wake up at six o'clock in the morning. He's like, oh, come on, grandson. Talk Have you been talking up. to my son? <laughs> what a man, man, getting that guy up at six o'clock in the morning isn't happening. Man. And so I would, you know, I, you know, I'm like 15, 14, you know, right. talking to girls and stuff like that. And he like, come on, uh, grandson, time to get up. Now he would get up, get wake me up iron he taught me how to iron so i would iron my clothes let's go he would, he would teach me how to cook so i knew how to cook grits and you know all the good stuff eggs all that stuff right and so he would teach me all that stuff and so i didn't know what he was doing at the time because i was like oh you know now i'm like granddaddy come on man like it's six o'clock in the morning mom and him are still sleep he was like oh, I, don't, I don't care what the women doing we men we getting up so I was like, okay. Oh, shit. He yeah. was a real man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh. and I wouldn't talk back to him. I mean, he was, you know what I mean? Uh, like I said, he's Navy, <laughs> right? So he's military. So I was like, all right. So, but then, so he would wake me up and things like that. And, but he, but it, 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 our relationship really grew because of that. You know what I mean? Right. In the beginning, I was mad at him. I was like, what you doing? You know, I'm, I don't want to wake up. But as time evolved and I got older, I'm, I, I really appreciate what he did to me, did for me and did to me by waking me up during that time because now I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. Julius, you know what I mean? I'm up at 4.30. So now and I can get more done you now be. because I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. So there you go. So that that that's who mentors and, and family members kind of helped me in certain aspects of my life with certain, certain you know, things growing up that made me who I am right What'd now. you call your grandpa? I just call him granddaddy. Your granddaddy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his, his name was Zellers, uh, Zellers Nun. I call him Granddaddy. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, 
family members. I'm like, my sister them had different names for him right. at times, but I was, I was like, Granddaddy. But you call him so, Granddaddy. Yeah, that was it. Look, Granddaddy was like, yeah, he, he wasn't play. playing. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing. He's like, he was Navy SEAL. I wasn't talking shit to him. No, no, no. No, thanks. I'm good. And one time I did, like, it was. Oh, tell Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time you did. What happened? This story is crazy because he apologized. Well, okay. How can I say it? <laughs> my granddaddy never apologized. Like he, that Got wasn't it. his thing. So whenever he did something wrong, he would say, "Hey, you want to go for some ice cream?" I knew that was his apology. Got it. You know, what I mean, he never said, "I'm sorry." That wasn't his thing. Got it. And maybe it was just the military. I don't know. Yeah. He, he, he didn't say, "I'm sorry," right? So one time I decide because I'm, you know, I think I'm grown. You know, I'm like 19 or whatever. And um, 19 or 20, I can't remember. Um, I might have been 21, but regardless of the age, I, I decided to buck up to him. You know what I mean? Like being around the wrong people. and all, Not buck up like I'm about to fight him, but buck up verbally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he was like... <laughs> How did that go? No, it, it didn't go well. <laughs> so he, was, he was like, if you ever talk to me like that again, I'll blow your fucking head off. That's what he told me. I was like, ooh, it's how... I actually started crying. Like, I was... Uh, when I say... I, I would never do that. He told me that. It was so bad, I had to call my auntie and my uncle to come pick me up. Because I was scared. I was thinking, he's really going to do that. Because my grandfather didn't like nothing disrespectful. He didn't like anything disrespectful. He, he, he wasn't playing that. Like, if someone spit on him... He would, uh, you know, he, I mean, you know, no one like nobody spitting on you, but he said he's seen that as the ultimate disrespect. Like you don't, like you don't never spit on a man. He said the 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 disease and the 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 the, the fun, all that stuff that's in someone's mouth that comes and comes. Now, if someone spits on you by accident, that's different. He's not going to trip on that. Right. But somebody, if you know, you about to fight and they want to. And do all that? Oh no! Like he 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 ready to go grab his four right. five and blow your head off. Like he he wasn't playing that. So he told me that one time. Interesting. And that was the last time he ever told me because that's the last time I ever bucked up to him. You know, I those said, are no, those, that's a dangerous man. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what he I mean? It's like that they're they're at a whole different level, and I think that's the, and he's old school too. Yeah. 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 You don't play that. And we need okay. So I want to talk about what's your definition of a real man in today's age. Someone what does that look like for you? Okay, so someone who's masculine, um, someone who has the values like my grandfather, who don't, who, who's not going to bend on their morals, not going to bend on their uh, on their values, and who has the discipline to, to, to stay that way. The society we're in right now, and I put a post on Facebook um, that the Western society that we're in right now, it doesn't cater to the man, and it doesn't matter what color the man is. They don't cater to us, period. We're in a modern society where it's agenda pushing. And again, I have no problem with the, the, certain communities. I want to say, like I said, we're going we're gonna to go on YouTube also. I don't want to watch my words. But with certain things that are being casted out and funneled out to us, I don't have a problem with what you do. Do it behind your behind closed, scenes, closed doors and, and do what you do. That's right. That's between you and God at the end of the day. But if you're pushing this on my kids, on myself, and telling us that we have to accept this shit, I have a problem with that. I don't have to accept nothing that you're doing. Just like you don't have to accept me. I, 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 okay, that's fine. You don't accept, you don't accept me. But it's okay. That's your, that's your life. But don't push it on me. And the, 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 the men that are real men nowadays that are like alpha-like, a lot of people might not agree with me. I, I love Andrew Tate's a uh, 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 vision and what he does. Now, sometimes he can be a little bit over the top. I'll admit, but he's really out here trying to help young men be men. Right. And if you listen to his message, he does that. But he you don't have can't. you don't have to agree with no. everything that someone says, no. but you can respect what they're trying to accomplish. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And so I love that. I love what he's trying and he's trying to raise men to be men. That's what it is. And he has a lot of followers. He has a lot of young men followers yeah. who, who do, you know, who follow him. Um, but, you know, again, I, I, for me, the, the, the man is the masculine is the, is the one who's the leader, the one who's um, biblically sound, biblically based, who has God in his life, who God is his compass, is his leader, is his, is his guide. Right. And as long as he's doing things the way God wants him to do, then that's a real man. There's a lot of beta males out here. 
And I wasn't raised to be a beta. Um, I'll give you an example. One time, uh, and my mom did this. This is funny. Uh, I, I, when I was younger, I got beat up pretty bad. And <clears throat> I wasn't really fighting to put the person back, right? And so I went home and my mom, <laughs> my mom was funny. My mom was, uh, she she was feminine, but she had a lot of masculine. She, she was like five one, so she was short, you know what I mean? But she was the oldest out of all her out of all of her um her siblings so she was always the one who was fighting growing up and things like that always had to fight for people and all that so one time i came home and i got beat up and so my my mom was like uh what happened so i told her the story what happened and she said oh no we we going back up there and you're going to fight the person in front of me and i'm kicking the scream like no no i don't want to do it and so i went up there tussled with the guy you know um couldn't didn't learn how didn't really know how to fight got a few licks in but then she was like no and then after that she put me when when, the, when we finished she said the reason why i had to do uh, the reason why i did that is because i don't want to i'm not raising no bitches for a son i'm not raising that because she knew what this world was was about and so i said okay so that's why fighting is no big deal for me but people don't fight no more they want to what pull out weapons they want to do they don't want to be on they want to be viral you know what i mean like so say that, that shit is permanent yeah exactly so say you know you have a fight you know, with somebody and you beat them up. But guess what? Now it's going virus on TikTok. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on all that stuff. And then all their friends and they're, they're all laughing. Oh, you got, you got your butt whooped. Da, 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 da. And so now they're in a laughing stock. Right. And so now they, they, you know, they're doing off, they're going off their feelings and they're going to come back and do something a little bit more deadly and a little bit more, you know, that can really put them in jail for a right. long time. And so that's why I was saying, you know, I put a Facebook post that Westernized society is um, is really killing the man, the masculine man, because there's a there's for me, there's a there's a push to get the masculine man out and just to be someone who's a man who's in his feelings all the time and a man who acts on his feelings. If you tell a man to act on how he feels, that's dangerous, very dangerous. Let me say that again. If you tell a man to act upon how he feels, you're playing a dangerous game. You know why? That's how you get school shootings. That's how you get all this other stuff that's happening because men are acting on how they feel instead of giving them an outlet to be able to talk to someone or to be able to verbalize it to get it out so that way they're not acting on that. See, women can uh, in the feelings all the time. They can talk about it. They can, oh yeah, da, da, da. that's what they do. They have that hormone that, you know, th to be able to do all that. We, men ain't wired like that. You know, we're we're conquerors. We're, we're, we're hunters. You know what I mean? Like we're competitive. So yeah, we can, you know, it's, it's like, like if it's a room full of men, we, it's like an unspoken rule. Like a move, we know not to disrespect this man. And if we do, it's probably, he probably gonna want to fight. Yeah. That's a, like that's an unspoken rule with men that get together in, in, in the same in the same uh, environment, right? Women can do all that, and I mean, loving hip hop, that's different. They they fight all the time on there. But if you have like ten women in the room, they might you know, oh girl, I don't like you. They they'll just chirp. And a fight might not ensue, you know, unless it's on loving hip hop or something. But men, we ain't doing that. Like I know not to disrespect you. I know not to talk about certain things like your wife, your your mother, certain people who are hold dear to your heart, right. your kids. Don't talk. You leave that alone. You don't mess with a man's family, mess with a man's money. Um, and, and to a degree, you don't mess with him. Now, you know, you can talk about me all day. It don't bother me none. You know, I can kind of like, you know, brush your shoulders off. Right. But like, whatever. But come for my kids. Come for my wife. Come for my family. You know what I mean? Mess with my money to a degree. Now we have a problem. Instantly. And so that's what's wrong with society. They're pushing those agendas in different areas. And. I don't. I don't like that. It's not, it, it, it. 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 Bodes for disaster. Doing that. It's not going to serve the purpose no. that I, I think everyone. You know uh, what I'm. I, I don't know what your values are as far as a parent right now. What I'm sharing with my sons is that learn how to think for yourself. Yeah. You know, really dive in, explore, and it's all good. Like if you make a mistake, man up and mm -hmm. and, and fucking say, "Hey, I made a mistake." Yep. Yeah, take accountability yep. because. The way I look at it is we don't, as parents, you know, I'm just going to talk about parenting and I don't know how we got on this, but I think parenting is such an important piece of the puzzle right now, mm -hmm. you know, by, by showing 
not talking. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really what I'm doing with my with my kids right now is mm -hmm. the showing. How how is it that you're approaching parenting today? Because it's harder than when we, like, we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> I didn't have cell phones when I was going to school, yeah. so I don't know how you grew up, but they they're exposed to some crazy shit right now. Yeah. So I think keeping them grounded and really communicating, it goes a long fucking way with kids right now. Okay, so growing up, I did have a cell phone yeah. um, because I, I, you know, I graduated in 02, uh, so cell phones were out back yeah, then. Yeah, see? Um, but they, as far as media, social media, yeah. is way more now than it was back then. Um, I can't remember, I think uh, Black Planet, uh, the Black Planet and uh, MySpace. Okay, yeah, MySpace. That's, that's, yeah, one. yeah, there you that's go. That's the famous one, yeah. MySpace was out back then. So we had some kind of, you know, uh, you know, resemblance of social media, but it wasn't as broad as it is now. <clears throat> so with my kids, they both are into their phones. Um, my son more so into his video game than anything. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times I with my daughter, my okay, let me let me go to my daughter first because she's a little bit She's really into her phone. Um, she has the she has the uh, Instagram and the Facebook, but that's monitored. Um, me and her mom, there you we go. have a great relationship. We, we you know we we stopped dealing with each other as far as intimate a long time ago, but uh, we have a good uh, parenting relationship with our daughter, right? And and so we talk about certain things when it comes to okay, if you have a cell phone, you you know, and, and you can have social media just to keep in contact with like with me or with you know certain people, you know you know certain loved ones or whatever, right? But she, her mom monitors her inboxes and certain. So there's certain things that she's not allowed or that's not going on, uh, which is what I love. So uh, her, I tell her mom, don't be too much of a drill sergeant or, or a warden. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because you don't want the rebellion, you, you think, right? You're going to rebel. But, um, you know, she kind of monitors her that, which is cool. Cause while she's living in her house, hey, hey that's the rules, you know? Um, so that I, I have no problem with that. <clears throat> And I kind of echo that um, that sentiment. Now, with my son, he's more into video games than anything. Um, I don't really have a problem with him being on the phone. Uh, he barely gets on the phone. Nice. As a matter of fact, his phone, half of the time, is not even charged. I'd be like, boy, boy, why you even put your phone on the charger? Like, me and your mom been gone all day, and we tried to call you. And, you know, it's, hey, you reached a voicemail of, of like, dude. Like, nice. Why you, and then you walk in the house, and... He playing Grand Theft or he playing something. He got the headphones on because he got the we got the internet so he can talk to other people in different different states or whatever, um, communicate with them. And I look at his phone. His phone's right there, and his charger is right there. Boy, all you have to do is take the cord and plug it into right. the phone, and you're good. You know, hey, it's so, all good, man. I'm gonna give you the brighter side. At least he's not on his phone. That's the you. that's the plus side. He's like, son, I love you. You're not on your phone. Thank you, man. It's crazy. Thank you. Um, where are you taking? Where are you taking your brand? Like in the next five years, where do you see yourself? Where do you see your brand? What impact are you going to make on your community? Like you're you're great, man. Like thank you. Just energy it. wise, the the positive message that you have. You are challenging the status quo, which I love because. I just think like there's nothing wrong with asking questions and challenging yeah. the status quo. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. That's how we keep things yeah. sharp. Yeah. So where are you taking your brand and what what's in store for you? Well, the, the the person who becomes more the most knowledgeable is the one who asks the most questions. So I learned that a long time ago. Um, and so, you know, I'm always in my podcast and my brand, uh, Wealth Chance Podcast. Um, that right there, I want to... I mean, God willing, another ten years, you know. Okay. Now, 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 I might not necessarily be hosting the whole time. I'm kind of seeing myself as um, what Patrick B. David is doing, like what PBD is doing. If you really follow him on YouTube, he goes from where he had he went from where he had like one on one um, interviews to where he has what is called the Vault in Florida. Um, and he has people who comes in like different, like, like Alex Jones, who's a controversial person, or yeah. he has politicians come on. He has active, he has different people, right? He, 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 he don't discriminate on anybody coming on. And that's what I don't want to do. I don't discriminate on nobody. Like, gotcha. If, you could be a far leftist. Okay. You could be vaccines and everything is all like good, right? You could be like, you right. know, I mean, it's certain people are like, all right, well, you know, I don't know. This person is a devil worshiper. I don't know for sure about that. I have to kind of really look into that. But 
I, I, I don't shy away from controversy. You're open-minded. I'm open-minded. Nice, man. As long as, yeah, hey, hey, you you don't, you know, crucify me for my beliefs, I won't crucify for yours for yours. Let's make good content. Maybe somebody, you know, maybe I can convert you. You know what I mean? You know, we're supposed to be out here making disciples. We're supposed to be disciples for God anyway, so we got to go out here and do the best that we can, right? Without pushing, you right. know, uh, a, a religion on people, right? I don't believe in pushing religion on people. You know, you just go out there and talk about Jesus and talk about what he's done for you and things like that. And, you know, hopefully someone be becomes convicted enough to convert, right? So my brand, I want to kind of do what, Pe what PBD is doing. You got a town hall and now he got town hall where he has live, live shows and live um, interviews uh, where he brings on people. The, la the latest person he just did was uh, Vivek Ramswamy, who was a presidential candidate for the Republican Party who's going to be running in 2024, um, right. you know, with, uh, against, uh, you know, Trump and all that. Now, right. Trump got too big of a following. I, I don't think he's going to win because <laughs> Trump, Trump's rallies right now, he's not even in office. You're, you're just trying to piss people off now yeah. by saying the T word. Yeah, yeah. He's people, gonna... they, all you got to do is say Trump and people like, Mike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, those, I mean, I, you know, people who, you know, that's, that's their feelings or whatever, right? But, um, but that's what I'm saying. So for me, I want to build the brand to where I'm going to different states and, you know, I'm really bringing out, you know, wealth champs. I'm bringing in people who are really trying to give value to people outside of just the one studio that I have in uh, Ontario, California. So it, for me, it's just about really expanding on that and giving other people opportunities to host. We, we were talking about how hosting is, you know, can be a difficult um a position to hold right because you got to do you're you're, uh, you're you're like a journalist you have right. to go out there you have to do research on a person if they have a book you want to read it because you want to understand that person's mindset what's going on um depends on what the type what type of book it is if it's a finance book understand how why they're so good in that sector if it's a um a rags and riches book the story that they came from why they are successful because they came from you know uh, uh a a povish area in india and they migrated over to the U.S. with nothing but five dollars in their pocket, and now they're sitting on seven figures, and they have, you know, twenty five hundred employees, you know, and 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 in, in, with three businesses. You know, like how did you do that? You know, what I mean, like what did you go through to yeah. be able to do all that? You know, so that's what I'm about. I'm about expanding um, my brand to be able to help others in uh, in, in those different uh, ways. What, what what I mean? What a legacy to leave behind, and it's also helping your kids too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Showing them how 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 you can make a difference yeah. in the communities that you're in. So uh, why don't you share with us all your? We're gonna obviously put all of Julius's handles on here. What is the? Uh, you mentioned some of the uh, exciting episodes that you have coming up. Yeah, just go ahead and share that with our audience. We're gonna put the link below so that way you can go and check out uh, Wealth Champs podcast. Julius, thank, thank you. you so much, man. That was so much fun, that. and thank you. Thank I'm you. really, really excited to have you back. Yes. in in six months, a year. Let's see where you're where you're gonna be at, man. No, absolutely. You know what? I appreciate this opportunity. I really do. Um, you know, I definitely will come back in a year. I'll, I'll have some more projects and things I'm working on. So, kind of give you a rundown. I do real estate. I'm also a trader. I trade myself as well um i'm trying to get into the private sector and private equity um uh, fund managing and things like that nice um, so you know I, you know that's where the real the real money is about being the private sector right yeah a lot of people don't understand that um all the money is in the private all, sector. all the all the money all of the real sector. money yes yeah where the you know uh you know the black rocks and the uh the the um vanguards and all the these these billion and trillion dollar companies these all they play in the private sector right <clears throat> so um you know, I, I'm trying to do that. Uh, I do that as well. Um, credit repair. I've been doing credit repair for a long time. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mega Credit Boost Inc. Been having that for almost ten years now. Uh, probably probably hit ten years. Maybe about a couple months ago. I don't know. I I'd be losing. I, I I don't keep track of my anniversary with certain things outside of my wife because then I'll be divorced if I don't know my certain anniversary. So <laughs> you know, you know, you, well, you say you're divorced now, but I'm, you are, I'm divorced. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so do you, a very good job of that. Thank you for pointing that out, everyone. I, 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 if you just want. Yes. This, this is all, whore, this is all he, camera talk, guys. No, no, no. This is on camera. We're definitely, <laughs> this is on camera. There's going to be a short on this. We're going to laugh at Julius for banging on the hose. No, it's Let's all have good. some fun with it. It's all good. It's all good. But, 
No, I do all that, and then you know, um, uh, I rent out exotic cars, so I've been a car guy ever. Uh, love that, life. man. Oh yes, man. It's a story behind that too. But I rent out exotic cars. I love, I love cars. Um, I used to do, um, I used to be in car clubs, and you know, oh cars. shit, yeah, yeah. Growing That's up. a whole nother episode. I didn't oh, even. Yeah. Did you notice I didn't even go the car route because oh, yeah, I wasn't no. going to go down that route. Oh, and- yeah. Open up the whole gauntlet. No, that's all good. No, oh. no, yeah. no, no, next time I come on, I'll talk about that a little bit. I but, love that. Um, yeah. So I've been a car guy uh, all my life. So now, you know, I rent out, you know, the Porsches and the Bentleys and the, you know, um, how many the, cars you got? Well, most of my cars are through partnerships. Right. Um, but I have uh, three cars myself right now. M- myself, I have three cars. And then, the rest and then your through. other ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Joint collaboration. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Strategic Alliance. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to do it, man. And <laughs> and that's how you grow, too. You know, uh, one of the things I do, I coach. I'm a, a wealth strategist. So you are. I, uh, I tell people like, hey, you know, partnerships, collabs, um, mentorships, coaching, webinars, seminars you know, uh, um, the speaking engagements, that's how you really connect with people. Right. And then you, you really structure your businesses through, you know, C corps, LLCs, um, um, trust, you know, associations. That's how you, 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 when you, you keep yourself private, there's an old saying, but a goodie own nothing, control everything. JD Rockefeller. How do you do that? You keep yourself, you do, you do, you, you, uh, you leverage, um, what do you call it? Um, entities like trust and associations, and you keep yourself behind the scenes, and you just operate behind the scenes. That's what these big boys are doing. You gotta play the these game. Elite, they play the game. You gotta play the game. And so you I, can fight the game. Yeah, but then you lose when you fight the game. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you 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 understand everything is systems and formulas. Anything with a system in it is about money. So let me say that again. Anything with a system in it is about money. Banking system, healthcare system, school system. Uh, I mean, these are, they, they're about money. So right. what you're supposed to do is because we weren't, we weren't asked to be here. We we're born into this. You understand the game. You play the game. Then you develop your own system and your own formula to within win that game. system to win the game. For there you. you go. For yourself and for your community and for your family. Because yeah. everybody's wins are different. There you go. Because the elite, the, the elite are playing the game. They've been doing this all their life. So they got their system down that back right. in, their, in, their, in, their, in their formulas, right? But your job as you know, you, you know, with your family or with or your loved ones or your community, is you supposed to, you know, develop a system of your own, you know, get your formula down packed or whatever, and you teach others how to do the same to get out to, to get out the rat the rat race the matrix like uh, um um what's his name I just said his name um Andrew Tate Andrew, Andrew Tate, Tate says and um you know you live the best life that you are born to live that's it what a- Julius, I can't thank you enough, man. Thank you. Uh, leave your comments. I, there was so much in this episode. Look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are out and see I'm fucking up the mic right now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, brother.